Previously on Diceweave. Y'all picked a fight with the Greyfeet Bell. You were thrown into the trees. What do you think about us just staying in for the night? I love you both, but this isn't how it happens. Part of the room cracks. You find yourself on a tree trunk. Tears streaming down my face start sprinting down the side of this tree, yank out my greatsword, bring it down, and just hack into his shoulder. The witch is suddenly standing in the glade. And when the transformation is over, Mugen, Hunan, and Fugan tuck their tails and race into the woods. All right, hello, everybody. I know you've had a very strange few days, so if you'll just follow our instructions, everything will be just fine. We'll have you home in no time. The nine, I still don't know from last episode, of you wander through the woods for a time, and... You actively ignore where you are. You don't. You try and stay together, but you don't know where you are. The woods are dark and foreboding, as they often are, and wolves continue to howl in the distance. But then, the wolves begin to fade, and you begin. And you are walking through forest that begins to lighten. The light filtering through the trees isn't quite as dark and and moony. It's becoming harsher. And then you step out of the trees into a store. You find yourselves in a brightly lit store in a kind of taxidermy habitat. So not a 7-Eleven. You look around and it is very clearly some kind of hunting store. And if you had to guess, you're in a Cabela's. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding? Uh, the mounted animal nature trail. Um, Time to go find the fucking bargain cave. I think we should take the child out of the hunting store. <laughs> hey, kiddo, do you want, want a gun? I mean, in, in, fairness, in fairness, Cabela's isn't only hunting. It is a, it's an outdoorsy woodsing place uh it, it is all ages i have been in a cabela's at the age ripe age of six because we needed parkas or whatever so so the gang shows shows up in a cabela's you're you're in a cabela's and you're notably inside one of those like glass not like it we're in the display window you're in the display window like in the oh store my. where there's like a little mountain and some trees and, like, a taxidermy bear. Okay. Mackenzie knows how these kinds of display windows work because Mackenzie has worked retail. Doesn't have... The, uh, these particular ones, at least the one I'm imagining in a Cabela's that I have seen, are usually open. Like, it's more like a, a glass display area with, like, basically as high as a fence. Like, you can lean on it. You don't go into it. But you can get out very easily. You're just in a Cabela's, and I think people are now looking at you. And I think a store person comes over. Hey, get out of the... What are you doing in the display case? How many are you there? What the hell? Nav, Nav jumps Don't make me call over the barrier and starts running. Oh, I found my contact. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> you... I... Roll deception. 
I I don't think anyone's gonna buy that, and that is also fine because that's I don't feel the need to roll for this. It is very funny. Sorry, real quick, I just had to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Val has posted a photo of a Cabela's display in Discord. Oh, that's what we're. This one's pathetic in comparison to the Grand Forks one. Yeah, See, our, the, the one <laughs> oh, that yeah. you guys are in has more trees, but... Okay, <laughs> so we... Nav is definitely vaulting over the fence. Yeah. Pete is um, unfortunately still holding that kind of chonky radio. And it's not <laughs> right. <laughs> so he's gonna, like, kind of look at the fence, look at the radio, and look at the security guard, and just go like, I, uh... I dropped this. <laughs> what? Get out! Get out! Get out! Okay, get okay, out. okay. Let's just give me a moment, and I guess he's gonna try and straddle the fence while holding the radio. Spell is hopping the fence and then reaching back to try and like help, like just kind of like fucking ballet lift people over the fence to her side. <laughs> You successfully get everybody out of this display area and you look back into where the trees are and it looks like there would be a painted wall there. I mean, oh, it looks shit. like there is a painted wall there. It's, you You are, what the fuck? We Looney Tunes straight <laughs> through a matte painting. Yeah. Hell yeah. I've always wanted to Looney Tunes through a matte painting. Anyways, Nav is waiting at the entrance of the Cabela's. Okay. <laughs> The, the the nine or so of you waddle on out of this Cabela's and into the Toronto path. Oh, fuck. A oh, complex and All very right. aesthetically inconsistent subterranean complex of malls in the Toronto area. All right, everybody stay close. This place is a real maze. What the fuck? What, what the fuck is this shit? What the fuck? Are we in Canada? <laughs> you, you, I'm sorry. We've been in Canada the whole time. Oh. You know Toronto I mean, we is in Canada, Canada like right? Five minutes ago. Oh, right. Yeah, right. Sorry. Uh, long, long day. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Somehow out of character, somehow I, uh, my, I guess because it's been a long month, for some reason I thought we lived, that this branch was in Seattle. <laughs> I forgot we were that's in the, the No, that's the original <laughs> branch. <laughs> oh, dear we're God. We're the offshoot. That's the canon like branch of, of the estate <laughs> is set based in Seattle. Ours is the Toronto branch, the plucky underdogs who are just getting on their feet. Yes, I remember now. Right. Also, I don't know how how Pete got the sudden we're in Canada revelation because unlike America, we don't tend to just have the flags around unless it's like really close to July first. He probably recognizes them all. To, to be fair, he, he's he's lived here. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot he was in Canada. Anyways, for in the path, there's probably at least some signage that will lead us to the nearest rail station because. There is at least a yes. couple stations that connect directly to the path, which seems like the best way of getting back to where we're going. Yes. To Union Station! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, do you want to let anyone know you're back? You have phones now. You are no longer fairies and whatnot. I'm no longer covered in blood. I'm wearing pants again. Yes, you're wearing pants again. Ah, pockets. <laughs> you, have, you still have that spyglass, though. 
The spyglass is going to remain where it is tied around my neck. Okay. and But Nathan, the Rubik's Cube is gone. Oh, man. Oh, you guys all have your things, but my... Has anyone seen a Rubik's Cube? I mean, Val also doesn't. Belle doesn't have hers. I was, I was about to say, you motherfucker, do I somehow have a fucking CI uh, uh, bro in my pocket? No, you <laughs> left that behind. Still, I wouldn't put it past you to pull that shit. Would you like to stop by the toy store and pick up copies of your items? Oh, I, I doubt I doubt they got any. Uh, CI, uh, CI bros got fucking discontinued a long time ago. They only got like two seasons of that show. It's fine. I have my original at home. Well, I'm glad I kept mine. I this is a this well was is kind of irreplaceable. I mean, I'm sure you could find the model, but I mean, even though I couldn't when I looked for it, but uh, this you know, never mind. Let's let's just go back. I've seen people carry Stranger Things on the subway here. So, anyways, Nav is gonna call the director. I get well. I actually don't know if we get cell reception in the path. Maybe, maybe we should just um, go to the subway station. We never got good cell reception. Is Wi-Fi calling a thing yet in two thousand nine? I don't know how good the Wi-Fi would have been in the path in two thousand nine. It was kind of shit That's when we fair. lived there, and the cell reception's awful. So I thought we all just go to the subway. Okay. Wi-Fi calling was about twenty thirteen. It looks like. Okay. That's unfortunate. Nav uh, looks at the the people that we have rescued and says, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to come with us for the time being just so that we can get all of the information we need and wrap this up as cleanly as possible. I promise we won't keep you too long. Or I hope to not keep you too long. I'm sorry, I should not make promises that I cannot keep. We're not detaining you or anything. We just think you should probably talk to our bosses. Think about it as if when you've seen a crime committed, you gotta go give a quick report to the police. We're the police here. We're not literally the police. Please don't tell anybody we're police. I mean... Colin pretended that one time, but that was illegal. Hey, we, we, are, we are as close to the police as it fucking gets in this scenario. That's actually not true. <laughs> well, fuck, okay? <laughs> Belle just made that assertion correct or not. Okay, y'all are functionally one faction among many who interact with the strange. Uh, at least in the United States, there is the the government has a branch that deals with the strange, and the estate is sometimes at odds with them. Yeah, but this is Canada. We don't have a government. We're we're PIs. We're fucking PIs around here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Just go give the interview to the fucking private investigator who's in their fucking Jessica Jones esque apartment. <laughs> <laughs> the the people in front of you have changed a little bit. Their clothes are a little bit different. Isa is still a young woman, but in a form that perhaps doesn't quite fit her as as being trans is but yeah y'all y'all make it to the station i'm not gonna make you like get do anything fancy it's pretty late things are a lot of stores are closing up a lot of station stuff is probably winding down but the you know things are still it is evening evening in toronto 
And so we're going to Casaloma, which will be mildly confusing for for the former hostages. Is there a secret subway station we can go to? There is, actually. If you want to go to Casaloma via the... If you want to go to the estate via the subway, rather than like calling a ride or anything, then you will be going to... What's the biggest station in Toronto? Union. Okay. I th- I think it was at Union Station, but actually that feels not correct. St. George, actually. Ah, St. George Station. Uh, y'all are going to go to the St. George Station, and you will find an old um, maintenance room. La- at least that's what it's labeled as. You will swipe a card. One of you has some kind of key card. You'll go down some stairs or an elevator into a secret, kind of old, rundown subway station that will take you directly under Casaloma, where you will come out uh, into the estate. I think as you tell people what has happened, what I think that the people who are now found get shuffled off by some people nurses, doctors, kind of people who are like, hey, we should check you over, make sure you're okay. You know, go through the like process of getting someone probably out of shock, give any medical attention that might be needed, do some tests. And for now, if you desire, you can meet with Theo. Nev is going to try to make a mental note of where Isaac gets shuffled off to specifically. Um, I, I think they're all basically going to the med bay. Just, you know. Making a note. Yeah. Well, I guess we're going to stop our way over to Administrator Theo's office. Uh, we have returned with several of the victims of the kidnapping. Uh, so I have heard. Well done. Most impressive. What What happened? Are y'all okay? There was a lot of flying purple people eat our bullshit. There were not a single flying purple people eater. It was crows who had clearly been operating from one of the criminal syndicates in Rook. They had Wait. discovered a tree that they were able to harvest for purple spiral dust and were using their captives as slave labor. Like I said, a bunch of fucking flying crows who were using drugs that turned them purple were possibly eating people. They weren't eating... The witch may or may not have eaten some people. There was also a witch. There's some possibly eating people involved, though. That's my point. The witch wasn't involved, though. Let's get this straight. In any case, we've solved the immediate problem, but there might be more here that we need to look into. Oh, we absolutely need to go fucking shut down the band side of this shit. Yes, right now we do stand the risk of more people being teleported there and... Nobody running the operation, which may result in the witch-eating people. You're not wrong about that. Theo is was standing, and he sits down with a, a sigh. Says, all right, there's a lot to go over. What else do you feel that there is needs to be done? What have you found you, other than individuals and a witch and crows was the operation as you said in this recursion shut down well the people operating it were shut down 
Uh, that machine got a little fucked up that they were using to make the spiral dust, best we could understand. And, uh, the, uh, three crow folk who were, uh, running the whole scenario were no longer in the equation. I see. My primary concern would be the remaining fugitives here on Earth. And, of course, the victims ensuring recovery and whatnot. Okay. Yes. I want to remind you out of game that you have acquired a number of things, including a book, a clearly unnatural mirror, as well as some ciphers, which you haven't identified, which you can choose to identify later if you want. We also have the following objects that have returned with us to report. And also the nature of our return was quite unusual and probably warrants further investigation in on itself. You, you have mentioned a witch. Was this witch involved? Yeah, so... I think that her powers were being harnessed or something. I, she had a lot of things going on. She was bound by something, had a lot of control over the recursion. Uh, she had this somehow. He gestures to the radio, which he is still holding. Um, <laughs> and, uh, well, we, I guess we kind of accidentally freed her and, uh, well. Well, accidentally is um, maybe not the most accurate phrasing there, Pete. I certainly didn't know it was going to happen, but... I mean, we were trying to free her, but we didn't... I don't... He kind of trails off. <laughs> All right, so let me understand this. There is a being known as the witch in this recursion who has great control over this recursion that is worth keeping an eye on itself. And from what I understand, she is how you returned with all of the individuals. Were you in traveled in oppositely, or did you tra were you translated? Well, it appears from our clothing and object or clothing and our physical forms reconfiguring to our standard state that we were translated. However, we do seem to still be carrying a number of the objects that we had from our travels. I'm not sure how this system works, but it does seem to be outside of our standard understanding of such things. We got lost in the woods. And wound up in Cabela's. I see. Our deal uh, with her was pretty specific, being that we'd help get her out, she'd help us get the fugitives uh, out of there, or get these uh, hostages out, and return them home. And then somehow, getting lost in the woods meant ended up in the fucking display at Cabela's. I see. This is... Th that's a lot and a, a bit outside of the scope, I suppose, then. Uh, but definitely something I will make a note of and keep an eye on. Cabela's... Where was this Cabela's? The one that exits into the path. All right. Which is why we have returned so late. It actually took us about an hour to get out of there. Yes, I, I returned to my office because I heard that you were coming in with a number of people. Would you like to analyze the objects we returned with? That seems like a good place to start. 
Uh, I believe I had the book, so I yank that shit out. Okay. It is a logbook. A very, a very detailed logbook, basically tracking shipments. Roughly every two weeks, several pounds of spiral dust, brachistochrone dust, and anywhere between like five and 15 ciphers were shipped out of the witch's house recursion. How they were shipped out is uh, not specifically detailed, um, but that is a thing. It also tracks the individuals in the recursion, including all of the people that you rescued. But you also find a number of other names. Gregor Redman, who is noted to have purposefully overdosed on dust to translate to somewhere unknown. And then Shay Hines, Samira, Samira Adele, Jean Fontaine, Penelope Hill, and Callum Melendez all are listed as lost in the tree. Uh, there's also Blair Park, who is not there, who has a number of notes, including that he managed to get back to Earth before being pulled back by the corrupted cipher that he used. And then uh, he was shipped to Crow Hollow. There's also some notes about the nature of the ciphers that they were creating with the cipher siphon, as they called it, or the, yeah, that's that's the name I've got. That is technically also a thing in this game, but it's not the same thing. It's fine. A lot of the ciphers, like the majority, not all, but most of them were corrupted in some way. They work as ciphers, but then they, they have these like twisted or warped effects that would were difficult to identify and would be kind of in, in some ways might backfire or counteract them in like a weird way. So they're, they're not your typical ciphers. Corrupted ciphers are just a thing that I created. Or I, it's basically a, a thing for this particular batch of ciphers that y'all managed to pick up. Um, those will be corrupted in some way with basically thematically interesting downsides when they get used. Does the logbook say anything about the Pied Piper's flute? No. Okay. Nev is going to sigh very loudly. I suppose we're going to have to go back and look for those people in that tree at some point then. I'm not exactly sure how uh, out of the tree you can get. Well, you're here. Oh, yeah. Uh, Belle went into the tree. Yeah, maybe we should have her looked at. I've, I've heard, I'm hearing about a tree. I don't know anything particular about this tree. I suspect, I take it it is a n not your standard tree. It's the uh, tree that they were somehow siphoning the si uh, spiral dust from, and it sounds like removing ciphers from somehow. It appears I... to be festooned with objects that are associated with childhood memories. Well, that's not ominous at all. No, no, not at all. I thought we'd gotten them ominous across from the witch, who may or may not have been eating people. Uh, Was that not clear? It's. I, I look forward to reading the full report. Oh, it's going to be a doozy. 
Belle, sounds it. Belle, you said that you were in the tree. What did you experience? A moment from growing up. Just, uh, different. Moment that, uh, don't really particularly like to recall, but went differently. Felt like it was trying to lure me to stay. I pushed out and left anyway, and I came back out of the tree, but I can see how other people might not. I see. Did you get any sense that there were others in the tree? Well, from what I understand at least, uh, my... There was an item for everyone, best we could gather, that kind of tied you to the place, and Mine was up in that tree when I went up there. Best I could theorize, maybe it, if you're in the tree, your items still hanging from those branches. But when I was in that, uh, vision, I did get the feeling there were a lot of other people there. More than listed here? A lot more. So this is an ongoing problem. Hmm. Something to keep an eye on. In that case, we might need a more stable way of returning to and from this place with captives before we attempt another rescue mission. I would not like to become reliant on that witch, and I also don't know if it would work if we tried again. Indeed. All right. That is a problem for another day. You have saved a number of people today. And that is fantastic. So, what do you plan on doing now? Is there anything that you need from me immediately? We have a number of people here now who I assume we will be Sending home when they're through their checks here? That is likely what will be happening, yes. They will sign some forms, non-disclosure agreements, to make sure they understand the consequences of going public with such a thing as their experience. But we also will be providing, you know, mental health services to help them work through this process, of course, because... Who else could? May I make a request? Yes, Nav? I don't believe it would be safe for one of the captives that we have rescued to return to their home immediately. May I please request that they stay either with me or another member of the facility until we can ensure they aren't being sent home into a dangerous situation? That bears investigation, but that is possible, yes. Thank you, sir. I'd be happy to, uh, house him as well if there's no, uh, if there's no other options. I, uh, have housing outside of the estate if you'd prefer. I was going to discuss the possibility with Dr. Hassan. They were quite instrumental in keeping me in well condition while I was adjusting to things here at the estate. 
but of course I don't assume that they are willing to take in any stranger off the street. There is room here in the facility. Since you have brought them directly to our secret underground facility, with no blindfolds or any other kind of contact. (laughs) It was a long day, sir. I understand. But consider your choices a little bit next time as well. You wouldn't know this, but when you during the time you were gone today, uh, some of our equipment that was delayed in getting here for far too long came in, including a mobile clinic, which I, <laughs> I'm a little bit excited to show off, honestly. Well, I'm certain there are people in need of it. Well, it, it is bigger on the inside. It is a... <laughs> kind of a state it it is a strange miniature recursion in a van and we also have a number of we we finally have a requisitions office that is functional so there will also be a number of things that may help you in future missions Um, they're still getting set up tonight but I can proudly say that some basic technology and ciphers and artifacts, very basic, will be available in the future. You believe there's anything that will be of use in catching a scummy musician? I do not know the specific contents at the moment, but if you think that it would be difficult to catch him, could be worth looking through. I maintain all we'll need is probably... No offense, guys, but I do think... I'd probably be his type. Just, I can toss on like a fucking ripped ACDC shirt and fucking rub up on him like I'm some fucking groupie. Bada bing, bada boom, lead him into a fucking creepy van. Bitch is nabbed. Oh, I was going to suggest the uh, pose as a record producer and trick him into trying to sign some sort of deal. But, uh, I mean, that also works. Do you plan on... Performing this maneuver tonight. I think we could all use a little bit of rest at this point, sir. That sounds wise. Bell is conspicuously silent. May we be excused for the time being and return with our full report? Yes, if there's nothing else. I'm pleased to see that you have returned and been successful in finding people I will admit, I did not have high hopes based on the nature of Spiral Dust. Just doing our job, sir. Oh, and I think Pete might be having some sort of mental breakdown. Can we take him to the (laughs) medical facilities? (laughs) We're just looking out at him. Uh, Hey, Nev? Mm -hmm. Come over here to the... Maybe don't talk about people's mental health issues in public in front of everybody. It's, It's fine... I'm fine. Thank you, by the way. I, uh... uh, It's... It's okay. You guys did a great job. I don't want to take away from that. It's... uh, Pete, you're not. No, no, it's it's okay. Just... You're part of this fucking group, man. You did a great job too, Pete. Am I wrong about the mental health crisis? I believe this is... Necessary information for our job, is it not? Oh, motherfucker. 
While you may have provided it bluntly, it is important. No, it's... I, I don't want to take up resources enough, and your therapist is already very nice. I've, but I'm just going to need a minute. Just got a lot to think about. Yeah. Everyone go home, get some rest or something to do whatever it is you need to do to unwind. But know that the estate is here for you. We have resources. You are making use of them. Please do not have, hesitate to make further use of them. You are not a drain on our resources, Pete. You are... One of the resources. You are one of our resources. You are an investment. One that is paying off. I don't... I... Yeah. Okay. Um, he's just gonna walk... He's, he's, he's gonna just... He's already leaving. <laughs> Nice to talk to you, sir. Good night, everyone. Going after Pete. Fantastic job. Y'all can be outside of the office now. Hey, hey, Pete, 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 wake the fuck up. Is that... I... D don't worry, I just... I just need a walk and some rest and... Everything will be fine. Yeah, it's... It's fine. That's fair, that's fair. But also, do you want to go get a fucking drink? Yeah, I was just going to say, we are officially off the clock. If anybody wants to, there's a great bar downtown. I am going to go there and knock back as many shots as I can physically handle. I am going to ingest as much alcohol as that fucking bartender will allow. Then I feel as though I should probably come along at least to keep an eye on the both of you. Hmm. I was gonna do that alone, but, uh, I suppose that's safer. Depressed uh, drinking's always better with friends. Don't say. Well, it's worth a try. Speaking from experience, man, it feels way better to cry over something with a bunch of your friends than it does to just sit and cry into a fucking empty bottle. It would be a new experience. Yeah, come on, let's go fucking do it. Yeah, sure. Episode whatever this number is, the gang gets choisty. <laughs> uh, we are episode 17. Episode 17, the gang gets choisty. <laughs> choisty, what the fuck? <laughs> All right. Uh, if there's any anything you want to do before you go to a bar, that's Before we leave, you. may I please take a moment to speak to somebody? Oh, yeah, yeah, uh... Sorry, real quick. Are you going to go talk to Isa? Yes. Uh, mind if I come? I don't see why it would be an issue. Thanks, thanks, thanks. <laughs> Waddle along to go find Isa. Okay. Uh, you make your ways to the... Uh, it, is, is it just the two of you or anyone else coming along? <laughs> Pete and Colin are going pre-drinking. Uh, I suspect Pete might be doing something with the radio i don't think you want to carry a radio to a bar that, that, that's what i'll be doing goblin take pete stay off his radio off no it's it's all right <laughs> i i got a place i'm just gonna drop it off there uh just text me the address and i'll meet you guys okay all right don't take too long of course of course i'm gonna go along to 
talk to Isa. Okay. Quick question for future me, I guess. Will, do you want to roleplay anything in your little house? Or if, are you just dropping it off and then we'll cut to the... Like, are we just doing this other scene and then cutting? There would definitely be a, another scene there if possible. We could do kind of a private session akin to uh, Bell's dream sequence if we want to move things along. But uh, I mean, it depends on how long you want it to be. Pete was going to call family. Uh, make it that way, you will. Oh. Let's make that a separate session then so you can yeah. really revel in it. We don't We don't get to know that shit. Not right okay, now. Okay, that sounds like fun. No, it doesn't. It sounds like more trauma. You seem to be mistaking the <laughs> yeah, word trauma fun. and fun. But Pete's family isn't that bad. Come on, doesn't that sound like fun? Yeah, but you're calling them for bad reasons. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll, we'll we'll follow the other three of you over to the med bay area type of deal where you can talk to Isa. Uh, Marcel would be here as well in the room as well as a bunch of a few other, you know, medical people. Dr. Marcel? Yes. Are the patients doing all right with the translation back to Earth? Other than some minor damage that was translated with the one named Yulia, uh, they are all in good health as far as can be expected, given the fact that many of them are going to be experiencing spiral dust withdrawal and have been extremely traumatized, they're okay. May we speak to Isa? Of course. All right, so Nev is going to uh, go up to, I guess Isa's probably just on like one of the beds or something. Uh, yeah, Isa would be there. I think Luther's probably sitting next to her. Um, I think to- Toby and Luther are kind of nearby. Toby, I think, is basically another kid it, around Isa's age, who probably a friend that they made, and Luther is, of course, the piano teacher. Hello. Hey. Thank you. Thank you for getting us out. Yes. Yes. We are glad to see that you have all made this transition translation. Uh. <sighs> Nav is very flustered. It's our job to make sure you're all right, kid. From our earlier investigation, it was clear that your situation is less than ideal, and I have gained the permission of our authorities here for you to remain at the estate for as long as you may need, so you don't have to return to that situation. Oh. Um... Uh, Luther, who's sitting there. Are you sure? That's... Thank you, I think Isa would be saying. Um, are you sure that's okay? I... I Can I stay with? Although I do need to call my wife. I don't see why not. Yes. A guardian actually may be a better idea than not, but... Please do do your best to keep the specifics of the situation under wraps as possible. I understand that that is quite difficult, but while we want your loved ones to know that you are all right, we don't want 
this organization to become front page news. Yeah. Uh, it, it sounded like we weren't going to leave for a little bit before we were talked to about our experiences and what, uh, how to talk about them or not talk about them. Uh, I think I, no, no one would believe us anyway. You would be surprised. You all have been through a lot, and I didn't have it in my conscience to make you go through any more. Thanks. Nav takes out a small note and writes out their cell number and hands it to Isa. If you ever need any help, please let us know. Thanks. Anyways, my friends have told me we are going to drink. So, until next time, farewell. <laughs> Nav leaves very awkwardly. <laughs> Belle hangs back for a second, just kind of hand in her jacket pocket, kind of fiddling. And look, even if somehow the estate shit doesn't work out, I got a place. You don't need to deal with that shit, kid. And I promise you we're gonna figure out a way. Fucking somehow. To help out with your situation. I forgot. I hadn't even asked. It's, I've, it's so... Everything's a lot. It's a lot, and it's gonna keep being a lot for a little bit. But... We're gonna keep looking. I mean, there's gotta be some way, right? <laughs> oh, I don't doubt it. Nev is listening from the hallway. I saw bird people turn into... get zapped by the moon and, and turned into wolves. There's probably a wait. Oh, I don't doubt it. It's just about us finding it and getting it to you. But, uh, just for the in-between and just in case, Belle pulls out the wallet and... What again was our, uh, like, what do we get fucking paid here? I think it was like 50k a year. Okay, pull out, like, fucking, uh, $5,000. You just carry that in cash? Oh, absolutely. What the fuck? Okay, Belle's insane. Whatever. You also haven't worked for them for very long. You just have that? In cash? Okay, of course. Honestly, based on, based on your character and exact living situation, of course you are. Exactly, and also, I would absolutely not use a bank. It's also 2009. Yeah, no, Belle no. definitely wouldn't you be using a bank. Pull out fucking $5,000 in raw-ass cash and just hundos and just hand it over to uh, Isa and just, just a bit of backup in case something goes wrong. But uh, you take care, kid. Give a little pat on the shoulder. <laughs> don't spend it all in one place. You you leave them looking stunned. Um, I think Marcel ste kind of steps by. And says, what was it that the kid was talking about? A situation. Uh, translating a bit of a difference in uh, gender presentation. Is there anything we can do about that? Do you mean here? For Earth? Yeah. I see. I actually, I know a number of resources beyond what you Earthlings would typically consider transition practices. And given their exposure to the strange, um, I think 
they would be worth talking to. I will put the young Earthling in contact with one of them. Isa. Marcel, I will happily suck your dick whatever if you can make this happen. <laughs> uh, Nav has, has come, is, is in uh. the doorway and has been listening to this and says, well, I believe that will be unnecessary, but please, doctor, her name is Isa. Isa. Thank you. Seriously, thank you, man. All right. You have a good day, Doc. You too. Good night. <laughs> Everybody at this date hates us. I was fully expecting a not a doctor. <laughs> oh, wait. Did you say Doc? I think I yeah. said doctor. I missed that. A no, that times. actually would be a thing. Yeah, just, I, all righty. You have a good night, Doc. I am not a doctor. You can call me medicant. See you later. See you later. Good night. <laughs> uh, field agents. I've called her him doctor like every time they referred to them. Are you fucking serious? I have oh, yeah. just Everyone missed said it. Doc. I have I have missed it this whole time because I forgot about this particular character trait. Marcel is notably not a doctor. He is yeah. too good for earth schools. <laughs> I hear his like fucking not a doctor shit, and I immediately think of fucking uh Janet from the good place. <laughs> not, not a, girl. a robot. Or a girl. <laughs> not a yeah, robot. No, I my bad. Uh, we haven't interacted with Marcel much lately, like at all. So some of his characterization I've flubbed. It's all right. You're the editor. You get to you. You can change things. I can try. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> Janet was definitely one of the inspirations for Nav, by the way. So, aw, more energy. Whoa. I love Janet. <laughs> Absolute fucking monarch. <laughs> all right, Belle. Are you ready to imbibe alcoholic fluids? I am ready to get absolutely, as we call it back home, shit-faced. I cannot wait to drink until I have forgotten how to spell my own name. It's not a very difficult name. <laughs> Before we leave, Colin is going to pull Luther to the side and just say, She's a good kid. Take care of her. I will. I'm glad I found her. Not that I could have done anything, but I'm glad that I was there, and I'm glad that you got us out. Happy to help. Now we'll cut over to Pete. Pete, you have gone off from the rest of the group to presumably drop off your radio somewhere, do kind of spend some time alone. What are you up to? Well, if we... Cut forward a little bit. Pete is currently in his studio apartment. On He has a bed and a little bedside table that currently holds a moderately fancy bottle of wine. Like, no, nothing particularly vintage, but definitely a step up from the crap he normally drinks. Uh, and the bottle is opened, but, like, not really touched that much beyond maybe half glass that is currently well actually no he's drinking from the bottle there would be no glasses but <laughs> it, it is still a hypothetical half glass is missing and Pete himself is currently packing clothes into a suitcase to his credit they're all pretty neatly folded and he's kind of as he slowly wanders around his pretty small space trying to compile all of his things as he's doing it he is chatting to himself and in vaguely forced chipper spirits. 
All right. Look, this this all went well, you know. I uh, had a good run. I well, if this was how much the hazard pay was, I kind of wish I'd stayed to get an actual pay stub from them. But uh, it's all right. This is still uh, still got a good chunk of money, and uh, you're you're okay. You you'll make yourself scarce. They won't be able to track you, or, or I hope not. You're good at disappearing, though, and um, these powers, I. It'll be like my French. I'll just stop using them for a while, and then after a while, it's like I'll never even had them. It, it's fine. You got plenty to write about, lots of cool experiences, and you'll just find more work. It's just same as it ever was, you know. I just, I mean, he slows down for a little bit, but ultimately sighs and gets back to it. It's. I mean, it's it's just a job. It's I mean, I liked my coworkers. That was new, and well, all of the other stuff. But Lord knows, he shouldn't have been there. I, it's not like I did anything during that rescue mission. And the moment you saw something creepy, it, well, I don't. I didn't think I was capable of seeing something. But no, this this is too much. I look. I'll just leave and. Everything will be right back to... As he pauses, he stumbles upon his radio. It was kind of lying on top of this vaguely small fridge. It barely even caught his eye. He takes it off and just kind of holds it in his hands for a little while. And just stares. This radio shouldn't be in his possession and is going to stay in his possession and it gives him some degree of pause considering how he got it and what it meant to him <sighs> fuck okay he sets the radio down not in the part part of his large but rather worn out suitcase but rather on his bed he flumps down right beside it and pulls out a little flip phone from his pocket. He goes into his list of contacts, and at the start you could see a series of, uh, a series of names all with the surname Bardwell. He softly chuckles for himself, and then immediately goes to the bottom, to the Z-index, I assume, and then <laughs> slowly rifles through all of the names. No, no, definitely not. I, why do I even, who, who are you? No, no, definitely Come on, there's got to be someone. No, but not you. This carries on for a little while, and... Till he ends up back at the top, right by the Bardwells again. Fuck, I... Alright, family it is, then. He briefly exits his contacts list, and... Goes back to his log of missed calls. Most of this log is entirely composed of Bardwells, mostly just a, mostly to one specific person and one Annie Bardwell, interspersed with the occasional Mom Bardwell or Dad Bardwell. But while the uh, all of Annie's calls are in fact logged as missed, he'll click on one and click read and press redial, and he'll put the phone to his ear. Come on, if it could be. Any time you could come back, please let it be now. The call goes through, and then you get this automated voice saying, 
The person you are trying to reach is not available at the moment. Please leave a message after the tone. Beep. Hi, it's me again. Uh, uh, some crazy stuff happened at work. I'd tell you all about it, and uh, but well, I don't even know if you're getting these. Look, if you're alive, just please call me at some point if you could. I mean, mom and dad still getting your letters. And they they like getting them, but. I miss you. He hangs up. Alright. That didn't help. Yeah. Alright, who else? Um, he goes back to his contact list and looks at all the Bardwells again. He briefly scrolls over mom and dad. No, nope. Definitely not them. They ask too many questions. I wouldn't be able to keep up a story they'd buy, and then I'd have to tell them about everything, and then everyone would think I have a fake job now, and that's just too embarrassing. I... And they're still in school. I can't exactly ask them for advice. Uh... Oh, Nate! He didn't... He'll know what to do. He's, he's, he's got his life under control. Alright, here goes nothing. Um, he will dial Nate's number. The phone rings for a few moments, and after... Uh, three rings or so nate picks up uh, hey there pete hey uh, sorry it's a little late we haven't chatted in a while uh, is everything going well on your end oh yeah uh we're just in the intermission between there, there's a show going on um watching the lion king on broadway eh uh oh wow i'm watching the lion king on broadway and uh we've got the intermission so just and that's my kind of time frame here, but yeah, it's it's going pretty well. All right, yep. Sorry, I would love to. Sounds like you're pretty busy and things are going great. Which I mean, yes, that's part of the course for you. You're always kind of incredible. But uh, hey, I don't want to take <laughs> up t too much of your time. Uh, so, look, I could use some advice out of everyone I know. You're the most kind of on top of your stuff right now, but, uh, say, uh, I haven't really talked to mom or dad about this yet, but I got a, a new job. I... Oh, congrats. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. It's something that I've really always wanted to do, but, uh, I tell you about it, but I, um, I'm under an NDA, you know? I know all about that. And it was going great, and it felt like this was, you know, something I'd been like, my big break, but I guess things have... It, this was... I had a really hard week, and I'm starting to wonder that if I should even really be here at all. I mean, I don't yet feel like this, usually. I mean, I mean, your job it seems like there's so much going on. If you... Like, what do you do when you feel like you're, like... You want to do something, but you feel like you, you can't? I, I don't know. I mean... Hmm. I, I guess I kind of do what I always do, which is just... I visualize what I want to do, and then I make a plan on how to do it, and then I put one step foot in front of the other, and I execute the plan. And, you know, and that's how I do all of my... Whenever we have a harder project at work, I mean, it's... You know, can't 
tell you details, but whenever I we have a hard project and it's like really daunting, I just break it down into smaller pieces and go for it, one at a time. Right, one at a. Okay, I. And that's just you just do it one at a time, and you break it down, and you just throw yourself at it. Is is that right? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, I, uh, <laughs> it's funny. I always thought there was more to it. I, uh, well. That's the secret, Pete. There's all these motivational speakers out there who will give you these, like, 39-step plans, but it's all for the money. The trick is to just do it. Okay. Okay, I, you know, I, I think that helps. I, thank you. I, I mean, you seem really busy. I don't want to take much more time, but this, this, this meant a lot. I'm, I'll tell you and everyone all about it the moment I can, okay? But, uh, have fun with the Lion King. I hope that you, family, and all of that are having a great time. You absolutely should be. I, see ya. Well, thanks, Pete. It's good, good talking with you. Uh, yeah, looking forward to, I guess, next time we see each other at a gathering, you know. Of course. Next holiday, yeah. right? See you then. You, you come into the next holiday? Of course. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. And the phone clicks off. Just do it. Doesn't mean anything. I mean, isn't that how everyone does things, but... He mutters to himself and uh, takes the bottle of wine and just sits right back down his radio. I don't really know what I was hoping to help her. Hey, Nate, I I saw a man get ripped in half and turned into a crow today. That's... What what does that work? I didn't... I mean, I was tempted to do it, but he seemed busy. I didn't want to interrupt his bit with... One of my crazy stories. Annie would know what to say, but... I wonder if she's been caught up in all of this. You know, taken to one of those planes, maybe? And as he thinks back to the plane he just went in, he takes a massive swig of his wine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's not think about that. I'm sure it's okay. It's... She comes back. She always does. All right. He takes the radio and plugs it into an outlet by his bedside drawer. He fiddles around the settings. There's a big shot of static and a little bit of fidgeting as he reacquaints himself with this thing that he hasn't used in some time, but it's an older model, so there's a bunch of vaguely finicky settings, but he it comes back to him and... Eventually, a uh, song begins to play. Well, if that's all it takes, just to do one step at a time, I... I mean, I can't run from this, can I? I, I want to, I, but he stares at the radio. Okay, well, it's, it's worth a shot. That's one step at a time. He takes a one last, slightly smaller s- swig from the bottle and sets it back down the 
on the uh, bed, his little bedside table. Let's go to a bar. All right, Pete, you pick up your backpack. I, I presume you pick up your backpack. Is that a? Do you carry that everywhere? I think he would, just out of habit. Probably doesn't need it now, but he would. <laughs> okay. And as you pick it up, to head back out and meet up with your new friends, and as you're kind of picking it up off of the floor, the Tupperware that the custodian gave you uh, slides out of the one of the pockets. I thought I'd close that. And inside the Tupperware container is a small gingerbread man. Huh. Well, it's a good thing I didn't just keep packing. I kind of want to ask someone about this. See, he slots it back into his backpack. He puts it on his shoulders, takes a big sigh. Right, step one. And he pulls out his phone and go texts, uh, goes down to his list, finds Colin, and sends a text. Remind me of the address again. It's It's been a while, but I'll be right there. All right, cut to a montage of the four of you getting wasted, or some whatever, many of you getting wasted. All right, do does the gang peer pressure Nav to drink? This is, this is where things go. See, Belle just kind of, all right, Nav, I'm not going to force you to drink. I, this is utterly under your own free will. However, I maintain that drinking and just getting absolutely plastered with a bunch of your friends is a really fun experience. And I think you would really enjoy it. It is something I've witnessed from the sidelines a number of times. Hey, why not give it a shot yourself? Give some fucking empirical evidence. Well, I suppose it couldn't hurt as long as I don't actually drink enough to sustain any permanent damage to my liver. Oh, trust me, you can do that with enough effort and whatnot, but... We'll keep an eye on you, so don't worry. Getting your stomach pumped isn't fun. I wouldn't, wouldn't let you do that to yourself by accident. Anyway, uh... Now you gotta drink with intent for that shit. I mean, it's like... They haven't really drank before, have they? It could be like one of those college girls, high school girl situations where you, like, drink a lot of vodka and before you know it, you, your body doesn't know how to handle that much. And, but that's not, not really fun anyway. At least, I mean, high schoolers are dumb. It's, it's better to get drinking stuff you actually like, you know? Well, you see, the trick is you got to alternate between your drinks and a glass of water. That way you even out the dehydration and it lessens the effects. Nav orders a glass of water and a shot of vodka and pours the vodka into the water and then drinks that. (laughs) Oh, no, no, that's not... Well, that's not exactly what I meant, but... Oh, boy. We're starting. (laughs) flavor is not pleasant. Did somebody recommend something that's less distasteful? We'll get Long Island iced teas for the whole party. Four shots of tequila. Uh, what do you guys want? Alcohol. Please. Ooh, I'm gonna get a Caesar. You guys tried this? It's a Canadian cocktail. Fantastic. I've never had it before. I'm gonna have it right now. Let's fucking go. Savory, spicy. You get a little stick of celery with it. Ooh, spicy. Yes, that. That does. Nah, you should get a Bloody Mary with a fucking jalapeno. 
They do those? Yeah. You could try a number of drinks in the e- throughout the evening. <laughs> what the fuck? Is that what the bartender sounds like? We walked into the fucking Transylvanian <laughs> bar. Yes, I am your bartender today. I am immigrant from Russia. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. All I'm right, sorry. let's try stuff. I have absolutely no idea why my first thought was Barack Obama. <laughs> what? He's from Kenya, not Russia. Damn it. Literally, my, oh my, first thought, my first thought was just, I heard this voice, and for some reason, it evoked the fucking, like, Obama RP with the then perish, but in a Russian accent. <laughs> then perish. If you drink too much, you will perish. There it is, yep. That's exactly what I heard. <laughs> uh, we're trying to decide what's better. Nav has absolutely no alcohol tolerance, or Nav has shockingly good alcohol tolerance. Honestly, I feel like based on Nav's uh, background, it may- kind of makes sense that Nav would have a lot of alcohol tolerance. Yeah, Nav- okay, so everybody gets drinks. And we're like two or three rounds in, and people are starting to get pretty tipsy, and Nav is still just like, Nav? (laughs) Belle's got fucking rosy cheeks, and is just kind of like a little, a little like, a little leany, a little tilty, and it's just kind of like, elbow hits the bar. Nav, what the, how many, looks at the empty drinks, how the fuck? I, I'm not entirely certain. Dude, I fucking fair. You're a natural. I've been. Moonshine. We got moonshine here. It's uh, I have better than knockoff moonshine. What's the strongest you have? You, you desire to be drunk for first time. Yes, please, sir. (laughs) (laughs) I have just the thing. And he pulls out something that is like an iridescent black um, and pours it out and puts some kind, puts like an olive in there, lights it on fire. It immediately uh, goes out. says, here, take this. You will sleep for a week. Cheers. Just so you know, that's an expression. You're not really going to go to sleep for a week. Oh, no. I mean that. You will sleep for a week. Belt, belt pet, fucking taps the table. Fucking, mm, uh, give me one of those two, please. Sure, why not? I've, I could use a nap. <laughs> I'm not certain you could handle. Yeah, you know what? That's a point. I, I am. Perhaps we should use myself as a test case in this situation. And Nav drinks it in one go. Uh, it hits you. Extr- it hits you really hard. <laughs> The other stuff was not like you're probably you're drinking all sorts of stuff, high alcohol content. This hits you. You now feel drunk. Woo! This is very pleasant. (laughs) Wow! Look at you now. Pleasant. The bartender raises an eyebrow at you. (laughs) It's almost he looks almost impressed. (laughs) Nev's like grabs his hand across the bar and starts shaking it. Thank you, sir. This was an appropriate type of alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Now the party can start. Taps the bargain. Sir, I'm begging you. I gotta get me some of that good shit. (laughs) (laughs) Nev calls Belle on their radio. (laughs) Belle! Belle's there. What's up? What's up? 
You should try this. It is very good. Over. Uh, right, I'm over. I keep forgetting about that shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to get one right now. Over. <laughs> or are you certain? Do you have death wish? <laughs> you know, I have in the past, not in this moment, but right now, I just want to fucking try this shit. <laughs> I have seen this movie. It is not good. <laughs> he pours you half a shot of this stuff. It's not Charles Bronson's best work, no. Kind of narrows the eyes, leans forward. What's your name? Dmitry Verikov. Dmitry. <laughs> I don't know, I'm sorry. What kind of fucking pussy do you think I am? One with two, a few brain cells to lose. You're fucking right I am. I fucking stabbed a man today. She did. I have... I have fucking guts all over me and shit. I fuck. She I was covered in blood. She knocks back the half a shot of it. Just, <laughs> just instantly has some tears in her eyes. <laughs> fucking watched my parents split again. <laughs> oh dear, was this the thing in the tree? Oh, we never, we never <laughs> talked about that. Should we talk about that? Do we need a group hug? We could do a group hug. Then let's go to a booth. <laughs> that motherfucker laughed like it was nothing, but in this version, he's all like, no, no, I love you guys. I love you. I'll never leave you. <laughs> Let's go put on a fucking record. What a dick. Seriously, that motherfucker. <laughs> still love him. He's still my dad. We, sti- we still talk. We, sti- we still get along. We have to after Ma fucking died. I wish I had a dad. <laughs> That just awful, hugs, just but I kind of want one anyways. Wraps, wraps Nav in a hug and is just like kind of crying into the mouth. I don't know, we're doing a group hug. Get in here. And he's... Group hug! It's <laughs> group hug! Group hug! And the gang hugs and discusses trauma. <laughs> while they're hugging, Colin's going to reach over and grab the other half of the shot that was poured for Bell and down it. <laughs> oh god, no! Woo! <laughs> I will call you Uber before you die. <laughs> Pete! Pete. Hi. Pete. Hello. Pete. That's my name. Yes. It is. Yes. Nav grabs his face in between their hands. <laughs> you are moving too much. Stop. <laughs> Stop. You are going to be okay. It is extremely upsetting the first time you see something that goes against all of God's nature and will. I got sucked into the strange once and saw some nonsense that one would not believe with man's eyes. <laughs> Thankfully, I do not have a man's eyes. I have my <laughs> eyes. I didn't know you were a Christian. I fucking him, <laughs> goddamn Christian! No, God, they're God is. This is sort of phrase. I think they they learned it. Let's let, let do it good. The oh. we're having a you're moment. Right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm sorry. Pete, Pete, and just Pete. kind of presses a hand against Colin's face. Pete, Pete, sorry. Pete, yes. You're a good. You're a good paradox. Don't don't give up yet. Okie dokie. Yeah, I did. Don't worry. It's, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of funny. I, uh, I was gonna. Before this, I was. <laughs> I was just gonna like get drunk and 
moved to a different state. Maybe I know a guy who would have changed my name. And then I called my sister. Of course, she didn't pick up. And then, and then I called my my brother and. Because we haven't talked in a while, and <laughs> I mean, it's... I didn't know what he was going to say. I just... He's he he's a successful in the family. I wanted advice, and... <laughs> it's funny. He, he, what he said wasn't helpful at all. But it worked. I'm here. And you know what? This fucking sucks, man. It's like my first real job I have cared about in ever and I'm already can't handle it but you know what it's fine it's fine I'm back I'll work it out I'll work it out you know, the first time I translated I vomited on my boss's shoes Pete the first time I translated I didn't know where I was and I just kind of slept there I don't. I still don't know where I went. That shit was. It was fucking uh pink. It was fun. If I, I slept under a fucking mushroom. Oh, that sounds cool. We should go there. Yeah, we should. But right now, no. no I want some black just, hole spaghetti, man. <laughs> Ooh. Wait, no. Focus, focus, and just kind of like grabs Pete's shoulders <laughs> and yank, kind of yanks away from Nav. Just got Pete. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry that I did that in front of you. I I shouldn't uh, I, I didn't mean to hurt you. But you got to understand. We we live in a rough world, in a rough universe and it multiverse. Multiverse. But but people aren't nice to each other and they do a lot of shit stuff. And and I'm go- I'm gonna do a lot of shit stuff too, probably. But I'm gonna do a lot of goddamn shit stuff because I'm gonna protect you guys, and I'm gonna keep you safe. I'm gonna make sure nothing bad happens to you. It's Pete is going to kind of awkwardly pat Bell on the head and say, it's okay, it's, that wasn't, I mean, it was really fucked up, uh, I, not the worst thing I saw, I saw a much worse thing, like, five seconds later, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, I get, like, it's funny, you know, I've seen some stuff, and after a while, I thought, like, I could see anything, and it wouldn't matter, and then, I guess I'd found the new thing to get me out of my comfort zone. And I now understand why people have PTSD and stuff. But, yes, I, I, I was thinking to myself when, you know, I was listening to my radio for the first time in ages that, you know, that, that it's okay. I, maybe... I'm freaking out, and I don't didn't think that this is this was so much harder than I thought, and that this was the one time something cool happened, and I almost blew it. But it's you're doing really good, and the reason I came back is because you guys are here. You you seem nice. 
Nev starts bawling. <laughs> just yanks Pete into a fucking bear hug and just We need you, Pete. You're one of you're one of us. You're part of the team. We 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 wouldn't be able to do all this shit without you. You're you're one of us and and I don't care what your fucking shit sister or what your I don't be mean to her. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's your fucking my your uh, sister who didn't answer. Your family who didn't answer. Your no, sister. My family and then your, your brother. Your brother who didn't give you the best advice. You know what? That's fine because we don't. We don't all have the best advice. I have terrible advice all the time. I give terrible advice. But no, you, you are cool and special and. You're learning. You're still figuring out how this works, and you're going to be great at it. It was scary today, but it's going to be fun again. There are days when it's scary, and there are some days that you you watch your, ma, your ma's heart come out. And then there are some days where you sleep under a giant pink mushroom. You just got to wait for the mushroom, Pete. <laughs> that was beautiful. That's the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I love you guys. I love you too. You know, I'm an only child. I never had family like this, but you guys, you're fucking family. I've known you a couple days. <laughs> you guys are the best shit I got. Pal, Colin, Pete. I am included in this, yes? Of course course you are. are. Yanks into this, like, hug, just arm around Nav's fucking neck and just... Interesting. (laughs) You're one of us. We're we're a fucking four-o, a duo, trio, four-o. We're a four-o. We're a four-o, a cool fucking universe, uh, dimension hopping cool fucks. That's what we're called, the cool fucks. I don't know when we did all of this bonding, but I'm really into it, you guys. I, I am just, I mean, I've, my family's great. I, I would do the world for them, but I don't really have, it's been a while since I had friends. And this is great. This is great. You get real close after you nearly die with folks. Yeah. Your death experiences tend to bring people together. Your Uber is here. <laughs> you guys want to go get ramen? Oh, let's get ramen. Oh, that yeah. sounds good. Ramen. A delicious Japanese noodle treat. Uh, yeah, it's just going to... Tries to take a step forward and immediately, like, sideswipes into the edge of the booth and just falls to sit. Ramen. Just got to... Guys, guys, watch this. This is going to be the fucking coolest. I'm going to do a flip. No, 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 that's a one. No. In fact, that is a nineteen. What the fuck? Are you absolutely fucking kidding me? I will send you a picture. I will take a picture. <laughs> and I'm gonna send it to you guys. What the fuck? God damn it! Vector powers coming in clutch. It's on my baby dice. 
So this completely drunk, unbalanced lady, like buff as hell lady, just stands up straight and does a fucking flip right in the air. Everybody is like who sees it is baffled because you barely could stand a moment ago. Colin starts clapping. Woo! That's my coworker, you guys. You saw that? <laughs> she can punch walls so hard that opens doors and she could do flips. And she cut a guy in half with an axe. And now we're gonna get noodles. And actually <laughs> it was the sword. Let's fucking go. And I gotta start using level seven and higher checks. Noodles are the best that I can't deny. Tastes better <laughs> than water, but don't ask me why. Come on, sing it. Let's fucking go. And then instantly trips on a fucking, like, on a chair leg, nearly stum- stumbles into a face plant, but keeps going, keeps going. All right. You all go out for ramen. The end. Do you want to end there? <laughs> Sorry, I kind of want to do us like piling into the Uber and whoever the f- okay. like just like fine. Just the four of us trying to shove into the back seat of an Uber. Now here's the thing. It's 2009 in Toronto. I don't think Uber exists yet. Oh, right. You're right. I think it's just a fucking cab. It's just a cab. Yeah, we're just shoving into the back seat of a cab. Right. To Kenzo Ramen, driver. And just like, wait, fucking, somebody comes, there were three seats, four, four, four people. Somebody sit on my lap. I, I got a big lap. I got this shit. Now sits on Bell's lap immediately yeah. with no question. <laughs> it's all I can make space and Pete is just going to lie, like, just face plant across like the floor <laughs> of the floor the, the way everyone's feet is leaving one seat completely empty. Alright, let's go. <laughs> D- don't crash. Yeah, please. Look at you go, Pete. Yeah. I am good driver. <laughs> Everybody in this city is rushing today. <laughs> oh, you must be thinking of my brother. <laughs> Oh, leans up against the glass and just kind of Dimitri. Good business. Dimitri, thank you. Dimitri. I am not Dimitri. Dimitri is my brother. Is that how you got who here? You? Oh man, like you, you, your brother called you and was like, well, "Come pick these drug dudes up." We should make a business about that. I bet it would do well and not cause you any. You guys want to start a bar? We should start a business together. Yeah, I would love we to should start. Be, we should be interdimensional PIs who also have a bar. Ah, uh, that sounds fun. Guys, that sounds so fucking uh, nope. Is... Guys? Yeah. What's a brother again? Oh, God. I'm sorry. Oh. I have had more alcohol than I've ever had. I know it's it's one of the sibling types. It's the one where it's it's the one where you you can it's the one where you can grow a beard. Yeah, it's the one. Uh, 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 Pete just starts violently sobbing again. It's, oh no! Hey, no! <laughs> is it's the boy one? But it is still the the same as the the child of the people that. You are the child of. Yeah. Okay. Bella's just crying and patting Pete's back. Next step is cousin. 
I can't believe there's so much in the world. We eventually make it to go get ramen. <laughs> then they go get ramen. The end. And then they go get ramen and we'll be waking up with absolutely <laughs> splitting headaches when they go to work tomorrow um, and have to catch a musician. Hell yeah. Next time on Dice Wave, everybody takes just like an unrecommended amount of ibuprofen. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Good night, Dice Weave people who are the listening audience. Drink responsibly. <laughs> yeah, don't follow these guys. This is a PSA now. They are they are being irresponsible due to trauma, but that is more realistic than then doing being responsible because of trauma. Only drink like this if you've gone through intense trauma, in which case do this and then also call your therapist at the same time, please. One of the first times I got extremely drunk was right before a funeral. I feel like that's a tradition. Yeah, they're called wakes. For occasional announcements regarding this production, you can follow us on Twitter at DiceWeavePod. Colin Thulis is played by Nathan Eastrom, who can be found on Twitter at BertNerdTram. Nav is played by Mackenzie Eastrom, who can be found on Twitter at KenziePhoenix. Peter Bardwell is played by Will Leet. Sarah Bell Wilson is played by Valkyrie Bradford. I'm Lexi Conwell, your host, game master, and editor. I can be found on Twitter at Conwell underscore Alex or on Facebook at Alex Conwell Creative. The original music used in this production was composed by Lexi Conwell. The logo for Dice Weave was created by Allison Healy, who can be found on Facebook at Allison M. Healy Illustrator. The role-playing system and setting used for this production is Monty Cook Games' The Strange, an official setting of the Cypher system, with additional world-building by the cast of Diceweave.